Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Coffee with the Dead. I'm your host, Para Ann, founder of Spirits Wake Paranormal, uh, an investigation group that's been running for a little over uh, 20 years now. Uh, we do free home investigations as well as investigations for businesses. Um, if you are interested in investigation, just contact us. You can reach us at paraannhaunts at gmail.com. P-A-R-A-A-N-N-E Haunts at gmail.com You can also find us on Facebook We're there at facebook.com slash spiritswakeparanormal or facebook.com slash coffeewiththedead um, We offer a variety of services outside of just paranormal investigations We do free angel card and tarot card readings uh, the angel card readings are a one question, one card pull, and the tarot card readings are a one question, three card pull. If you have any questions about those um, or are interested in receiving a reading, again, just contact us through email or one of the uh, Facebook pages. We're also on Twitter. Uh, you can find us there at Spirits Wake. And Coffee with the Dead is now on iTunes, so you can uh, subscribe and download the episodes as they come out each week, take them with you and listen to them, and yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, It updates right after the show airs, automatically uploads. The call-in number for tonight is 929-477-1953. And then you just hit one at the prompt to be dialed into the show if you have any questions or comments you'd like to share. And those of you listening through the website, remember there is a chat room at the bottom of the page under the episode description where you can participate and ask your questions and give your comments there. Tonight's episode is going to discuss uh, road trips and the magic behind road trips, or maybe questioning if there is any magic to road trips as far as the destination that we end up when we're driving and, you know, we don't really plan where we're going, but we end up somewhere great in the end. So, um, again, if you have any input on that or if you do take a lot of road trips, feel free to call in or... Join us in chat. I'm logged in on Facebook too, but probably won't be checking that too often. But you can message me there too. I'm on Para Ann, so that's Facebook.com Para Ann. Um, so just a little background on road trips. Uh, for my personal experience, anyways. Um, I've always found them as 
you know, something to sort of, you know, make traveling more convenient and be able to get out and see what I want to see instead of having an itinerary planned by uh, taking an airplane or any other mode of transportation. And it's just nice to be able to take my time and get to wherever I'm going on my own and always taking the scenic routes, trying to stay off highways as much as possible. So I guess, you know, combined with starting Spirits Wake, um, that kind of led to taking more adventurous road trips. That and as I started investigating, finding, you know, urban exploring to be pretty pretty fun too. Um so I kinda got to wondering, you know, these these places that I end up driving, you know, just get in the car, drive, no destination, not really you know, sure where I'm going to end up or how long I'm going to be driving for, you know, if I'm going to have to, you know, pull over for the night and get a hotel room or take a nap in the car, you know, not really knowing what to expect, but being prepared for everything. Uh, I just kind of got to wondering, you know, um, why, why, why am I drawn to such a, I guess, risky sort of activity? You know, there's no plan, there's no guarantee that I'm even going to, you know, find anything all that interesting, but yet I always end up finding a new road or a new site on a road that I've been on a million times before, you know, there's just something there that I didn't notice the last time, so I just kind of feel like maybe we're, uh, were guided almost, or there's some sort of intuition there uh, for a greater reason to be uh, taking these road trips and not having a clue where we're going, but feeling like this is what we have to be doing and following all of the turns and stops and everything just on instinct alone, following that gut feeling. Um, I just kind of started to wonder if maybe, you know, there's not a higher force at hand. You know, maybe a um, a, a lesson from a past life or even, you know, something speaking to me as in a, uh, you know, a spirit guide or, or my guardian angels or, you know, just, just something influencing there. Um, back uh, in Irish uh, folklore, there's actually talk that fairies exist who guide travelers and point them uh, in the right direction when they're lost. That these fairy folk will... um, be able to tell when a traveler is stressed and come to them showing them the path that they should take home uh, or stories of you know travelers walking through the woods and not being able to see the stars to help them navigate and suddenly you know the sky clears up and they can find 
you know, the stars that point them home. And they always tend to uh, link it back to some some form of a fairy. Um, e- either if it's a, a nature fairy or uh, a nymph of some sort, the Irish folklore uh, seems to be very thick with stories of fae folk. So, I mean, there's even that to consider um, for us here in America who, you know, go out traveling and not knowing what we're doing and suddenly we're, you know, we're lost because we decided to go on this crazy adventure and we find ourselves, you know, a few hours from home all of a sudden and not recognizing the roads. But then right when we feel like Maybe we're going to have to call for help. You know, we see that sign for the highway that'll take us straight home. So, and there may even be some truth to that. That's not quite all folklore. Um, maybe it, maybe there are fairies. Uh, if any of you have experienced things like that, please uh, call in or join us here in chat. That number is 929-477-1953. And just hit one at the prompt to be dialed in. Another interesting uh, point to be made is that, again, in Irish folklore, there are thought to be not so good fairies. That's, I use uh, little dots, pretty much, is how they appear, of of light. And they're called will-o'-wisps. Now, I've heard a lot of talk of will-o'-wisps as being friendly, playful, like childlike sprites. But that's um, not really how the the stories are written. The stories are written as these will-o'-wisps appearing to lead travelers astray and often into harm. Sometimes they lead them on a bad path where they can't uh, get off of it. Like these lights hypnotize the traveler and they either will end up dying from being lost on this path for so long or uh, some of the darker stories talk about these will-o'-wisps dragging travelers into fairy circles and enchanting them with music and lore and dancing and food until they're trapped in the in the fairy kingdom forever. So not all fairies are like Twinkle Bell and you know the friendly little colorful winged ladies that you know we know of them as so commonly. But there are some you know who do harm too. Like there's brownies who are known to sneak into your house at night and steal things or hide things and play pranks on animals. Um, so they're not all, always also friendly. That's another thing to take into consideration. I mean, if you are a believer, you know, and you're taking these road trips and, you know, you follow your instinct and you end up just, totally turned about backwards and lost maybe there is a not so friendly force involved 
so I guess the question that comes up now is how do you tell if you're being led by uh, another force, a spiritual force or a higher force or, you know, even, you know, something negative, or if you really just got lost, <laughs> you know, how do you know the difference between human error and maybe, you know, something else interfering? If you have any answers on that, feel free to chime in, give us a call, or join us in chat. Um, I think the only way that you can tell is how the trip ends up. You know, do you end up finding your way out, or are you so lost that you end up having to call for help, either like from a friend or, you know, from an emergency service? You know, if... uh, if you can find your way out of it, I would always say, okay, maybe you're just silly and got yourself lost. But if you end up getting lost and it leads to you finding something really cool and really interesting, then maybe you're being guided there for a reason. But if you just get lost and it's no good and you just feel like you have to keep pushing on and the farther you push on, the farther lost you get. It's just not getting any better. Um, That, I would say, definitely, you know, probably something not so friendly is there, uh, guiding you towards something dangerous. Now, for those spiritual folks out there who are listening and those who do believe um, in the possibility of being led either astray or to something good during road trips by a you know a higher power or just something paranormal um, what sorts of tools do you take with you that protect you during road trips do you uh do you maybe feel the need to cleanse yourself and the car? Do you carry certain crystals with you? Um I know I used to have a a bag of lemongrass and oh I think there was some lavender in it and it was in a you know, a little sack. Just a little little pouch sack thing that I tied around the uh the ignition of my car. And besides making the car smell really good, it was meant for protection while traveling to help avoid accidents and, you know, just to keep all positive energy in the car and keep me safe while I was traveling. Now, this was, you know, because I was on the road for three hours a day traveling to and from a, a job. And, you know, I was also doing a lot of investigating at the time. So I felt I uh, I needed to protect the vehicle, you know, that that I would be spending the majority of my time in. So is there anything else besides maybe a little satchel of herbs or saying a simple chant that you've used uh, during 
road trips or traveling that you feel has actually uh, protected you? Where in, you know, without using it, do you feel you would have uh, maybe gotten into some trouble? The number to call in is 929-477-1953. And you just hit one at the prompt to be dialed in. Or you can come into chat. Um, It's just at the bottom of the episode for those of you who are listening on the website. Um, Another quick story about Will-O-Wisps that I wanted to share um, is actually not so much road trip related, but um, there's a local cemetery uh, in a nearby town here that I decided to check out because there's a lot of local stories about like even the caretaker's house uh being used to practice necromancy and you know people swore that they had been inside of the house and saw a giant pentagram drawn on the basement floor and candles and exaggerated stories you know i i really doubt anyone had ever been in that house and the caretaker's house is always on cemetery property, so or like really nearby. So I'm I'm sure the kids just you know talked it up, but I uh, I went to this graveyard one night to investigate it, and there was a lot of strange stuff that actually I couldn't explain. Um, I saw uh, shadow figures. And the strangest thing I saw were the whole section of trees was just like twinkling. Like it looked like um, kind of like fireflies, but they were going, they were like blinking much quicker and they were bright, bright white. It was like mini flashlights going off more so than the way that firefly light appears. And there was just like thousands of these lights like just covering the treetops and mind you it was a full moon that night so I could you know pretty much see the trees and these little lights were just everywhere just covering the treetops and I wanted to know more about it I wanted to find out what was going on like I thought maybe I saw this from far away at first, so I thought, well, maybe it's like stars or something, and and the wind is blowing, and, you know, as the leaves move, I can see the the stars going in and out from behind the leaves, and it's making it look like twinkling, but it's nothing more than stars. So I walked closer, and, you know, it didn't change. The lights are still just as they were, just twinkling away, and... Finally got up to the tree line, and I and still like no different. It was just it was just twinkling. Uh, the trees were just full of these lights, and it still looked like little mini flashlights going off. Like they didn't change in color or anything as I got closer. And I, I was looking around in this tree line and through an opening in the trees I could see this woman with like long blonde wavy hair she had like a wreath around her head 
and it looked like it was made out of just leaves and flowers. Um, there was a cauldron. It was a very detailed scene, and she was doing something at the cauldron, not leaning over it, but she was sitting next to it, just doing something. I couldn't tell what was in her hands or, you know, what was around her. I could tell she was sitting on dirt, but that was about it. And she looked up at me, and I could just see her hands, like, motioning towards me, like, she and she was smiling. It was like she wanted me to come over closer to her. Um, but I, I didn't. I, I just kind of stood there frozen, wondering, like, oh, what is going on? Like, what is she doing there? How is this happening? You know, I was more intrigued, but I wasn't actually following her. Um, so one of the people that I was with doing the investigation with, uh, finally got, that snapped me out of it. They got my attention asking me like, you know, why are you just staring at the trees? You know, we need to go over here now. What's going on? They didn't see this scene that I saw. They just saw me standing in front of some trees, like frozen. So they snapped me out of it. And that woman's image stayed in my head all night and for the next two nights after that I would have an occur reoccurring dream of her calling me back to that spot in the woods and motioning me over towards her with her hands so I went back to the graveyard during the daylight this time and I looked at that spot on the tree line where I had been standing and I remembered how far into the you know, trees I had walked. So I went there. went in just as far. And I was standing on the edge of a fairly steep cliff. So if I had continued to walk any farther, I would have fallen over that cliff. Um, so that led me to do quite a bit of research. I mean, it was just air. I mean, there was no ground for this woman to have been sitting on with her cauldron and everything. You know, it was just a drop-off, you know, into, I don't know. I mean, I couldn't see the bottom. It was a pretty steep cliff that I had been standing on. Um, so that's what led me to do a lot of research and come across the, the concept of will-o'-wisps. And I believe that's what was there that night were will-o'-wisps. Uh, they're known to lead travelers off their paths and oftentimes into danger. And that certainly would have been a pretty dangerous situation if I had kept walking. So I do think that there is something to that uh, to that legend or to those stories of uh, will-o'-wisps or not-so-friendly fairies. So give me your opinions. Um, have any of you experienced a uh, negative relationship with any otherwise known to be friendly spirits? Or have you ever been uh, traveling and felt that something led you off path on purpose? And how did you get out of it? Was it through magic or was it through someone else being there to snap you out of things, uh, let me know. Our number is 
877-1953, and you just hit 1 to be dialed into the show, or as you all know by now, the chat's up and running, and uh, you can also get me on Facebook. On, uh, I'm there under Paran. So, um, I guess going back to road trips a little bit, I uh, have been on many trips where there's places that I end up at that I feel like I've already been here or, oh, I know what this place is. Uh, It's like a deja vu feeling or it's a feeling of, oh, I was here but a very long time ago, almost in a past life and I can like almost remember the place looking different. I can almost remember the place looking the way it did before you know, it was run down and falling apart. Um, I I don't know exactly if that's being, you know, led to a place by any sort of spirit, but I do think that's the um the following your gut instinct and the going with um intuition part of road trips where we're drawn to being these like crazy risk taking road trippers because of who we were in a past life or to prepare us for a future life. There's something inside of us that knows something that can't be brought to our conscious because we're not that far evolved yet as humans. And because I mean there's you know, times when I've invited friends who don't go on road trips a lot to come with me when I'm going to go out exploring and, you know, I just want to go find something cool and abandoned and take some pictures. And they have no idea what to do. They, they, they think like, Oh, we're going to get in a, in the car and we're going to go to an exact location and there's no plan. They're just completely thrown off or they, you know, have no idea where to go when we get to a location, you know, to, you know, a patch of woods. And I say, okay, we're just going to walk now. They don't see a clear path. They, like, can't even comprehend it. Because I think that's because that's not part of their um, their inner self. That's not part of who they were. You know, that's not their past. If they don't have that kind of um, internal guidance, some like us who take a lot of road trips do. Um, I just think that sometimes we uh, want to push ourselves to find things that we're drawn to, but we don't take into account exactly what we're be getting ourselves into. Uh, So I just want to caution anyone who is hearing this broadcast decides, oh, yeah, I'm going to go road tripping. I'm so going to be all about this. I want to find, you know, something now. Uh, I just want to caution anyone who's listening to always remember to be safe and always make sure somebody at least knows that you're going out about and your cell phone 
uh, on you, even if it's not turned on, and you know, just to save battery uh, in case you do have an emergency where you need to call somebody. And if you can, always bring somebody with you. It's always safer than going by yourself. And don't go where you're not allowed. Like, a lot of times our intuition will draw us to certain places. And we get there and we find out that it's not exactly public property. Or it's not exactly abandoned or what we were expecting to find. So just always remember what the laws are. And it's always best to check places out in the daylight first. Um, Well, in all cases, really, you never want to be exploring in the middle of the night. That's just standard safety, Um, unless you are going to be inside somewhere and, you know, you're allowed to be there. You know, you schedule something ahead of time. But, uh, yeah, always, like, places out in the daylight and then do the whole, um, whole finding out who owns the land and making sure you let you're going to be there. I know I haven't um, really mentioned this story in a while, but anytime it comes to exploring, always remember the little girl that was talked about on an episode of Ghost Hunters who went off in the woods, she watched an episode of some other, you know, investigation show and thought she could go be a paranormal investigator. So she went out exploring in woods near her house where she knew there was a an abandoned building and, oh, I think it was like a cabin, a small house. But uh, anyway, she went in there and it turned out that someone indeed actually lived there And when she came in, the guy shot her in the head, killed her, and she was like 12 years old. So always just remember safety. And if you're guided somewhere for some unknown reason, try not to get too excited at first because you never really know where you're being drawn to or exactly why. So always just remember that. I know I talk about doing a lot of exploring and poking around and investigating on your own uh, on this show. But remember, we at Spirits Wake always have permission before we go somewhere. No no trespassing and no, no stupid stuff, basically. Always just remember safety and always know your laws before you go out wandering through places. Uh, if you have any final questions or comments, the number again is 929-477-1953, or you can join us in the chat, or I'm still on Facebook, but like I'm probably not really going to be checking that too much tonight. So just uh, hit me up in the chat or dial in. Uh, remember, if you dial in, you have to hit one at the prompt there to be connected. So... Um, final comments. Uh, Coffee with the Dead is currently looking for interviews, either to uh, be a guest on your show or for you to come be a guest here on our show. We're looking for uh, paranormal investigators, uh, authors, UFO experts, 
Bigfoot hunters, anyone who is experienced in the realm of the unknown. So you can contact us at haunts at gmail.com, P-A-R-A-A-N-N-E, haunts at gmail.com. And just explain who you are and why you feel you would um, make a good guest or what it is that you want to talk about on your show. And we can uh, go there and hopefully get something scheduled. Uh, We're going to be trying to air twice a week now. We're going to be doing a Friday show and a Sunday show. Usually the Friday show is going to be at 9 p.m. and we'll do a Sunday show at 8 p.m. So again, um, if you're listening live, you can go ahead and hit the subscribe button now, uh, which is on the episode page. And if you're listening to this uh, as a download in the archives or iTunes, just go over to blogtalkradio.com forward slash coffee with the dead. And there's a subscribe button uh, there on our main page. So you'll be able to be notified through email of uh, new episodes as they become available. And if you subscribe to us on iTunes, then you will automatically have new episodes downloaded there aired. And you can go back through our archives and listen to any previously broadcasted shows as well. So that about sums it up for us tonight. Uh, if you have any suggestions for you to hear on the show, just contact us again through email. Or if uh, there's uh, anything that you thought maybe didn't get covered in this episode that you would like to hear more about, also contact us. Until next time, remember, the veil is thin.